It's podcast time. It's podcast time. What time is it? Podcast time. Yes. On the podcast today, we are joined by a gym owner and a fitness influencer who are going to war. Find out what is um, brewing between those two factions of Melbourne. Um, I'm just looking too swollen there. You got upset. New York are also very proud of something that we've been doing <laughs> oh, so here in Australia for 40 years. Yeah. They think they just invented it. Um, that's an unbelievable story. It is. Well, actually, it actually blew me away. It yeah. is. Um, and also, um, our show have, uh, are having a very passive-aggressive moment with the rest of the staff in this building. And people are pointing at me, thinking it's more me than anyone. But no, we, we've had food theft. Mm. Um, we have a we have a cupboard where we put little sweet treats that we need during the show. And uh, when we do our breakfast show, mm. we get in here at about five a.m. Shops aren't open. You want a chocolate hit? You need a bit of food? Go to our snack cupboard. But our snack cupboard is being ravaged by other members of staff all through the day and afternoon. And don't get me wrong. Yeah, not our crew. No, I understand that you get the mid, what is it, mid-afternoon peckish, you know, get the sugar slump Mm. and you need something. But you don't go to our cupboard. You go to the vending machine. Mm. Go to the the shops. The shops are open. Get your own, the drive team. So we now have a safe. um, Not Fridays. We've got a safe where we're going to (laughs) put all our food and lock it. (laughs) Now, James Blake, our senior producer who just got his license two days ago, um, at the ripe old age of 27, he is now a licensed driver. You said there's an update. What's happened? Um, I was just reading the instructions for how to program uh, the safe and get the code in. That's fine. That's all good. Um, But all over it, it's just got instructions of do not store the emergency access keys inside the safe, which makes a lot of sense, which made me go, oh, where's the emergency access keys? Because I had them earlier. I don't know where they've gone. Oh, what do you oh mean? my god! So oh. you've lost the keys. I lost the keys to the safe. Are they physical? Are they actual keys? Wow! Like, what a you've lost the keys. Yeah. So isn't if anyone a, sees them, isn't it a code? Like, isn't it? Yeah, but if you forget, for? then you need the key. Please don't forget the code. But then anyone who has the key could access it as well. What do the keys look like? Yeah, I don't know about what, these keys. What, Let's, what, I'm happy you lost what, the keys. Why would you have keys for? When just it's a code like, thing. In, it, but like if you forget the code or whatever, it's just uh. like a... Oh, so oh, the like key opens yeah. up anything. So uh, you just yeah. say there's a code like 2525 and I don't know it or anyone, we just use the key and then it opens. Master key. It's like oh. if you forget yeah. at reception at a hotel or you something. Probably you probably should have down. those keys. They're important. Yeah. Okay. Well, now I'm sus because there's someone in the office that's got the keys because they want to break I've into our safe. Here. Could be. Okay. This has become another job for you, JB. Find the keys. All right. Cool. Um, and keep listening because we're giving away an answer for Alpha Bucks if you're playing on Wednesday, Feb 7. Your chance to win $20,000. Live from the Fox Studios in South Melbourne. Fifi Box. Got your back, bro. Brendan Favola. Blue pill. Nick Cody. Ooh, smelly. Our Melbourne's number one breakfast show. We are the best city in the world. Just love Melbourne. It's the best. The guys every morning get me to work um, with a smile on my face. Wake up with Fifi, Nick. These are the biggest street parties in Melbourne. People are pumped up. People are up and about. We're going to Vegas, baby. Street talk. Where else to go? Live on street. Let's go! Melbourne's our city. Woo!
It's just fun and happy, something good to listen to in the morning. Lovely sunny Fifi Fever Nick. It's a really good start to the day. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese here. Hey, this is Taylor Swift. Yo, what up, it's Mac Lamore. Hey, guys, this is Pink. Fifi Fever Nick. And my favourite Melbourne breakfast radio show. We love this city. The Foxes. Fifi Fever and Nick. Wake up with Fifi just after six, welcome to your Tuesday, Fifi Fevernick. Hello. Good morning. Look at balloons in the yeah. studio. Do you know why? No. They're yellow. Yeah, they're yellow. Why? Cancer, cancer, cancer. Yeah. No, it's not the Fiddle Day. No. No? How's this? Every caller on the show today wins cash. Right now, though, we're going to talk about a war that is breaking out between two parts of Melbourne. Now, if you're not a gym goer, you won't know this. And I don't. I don't go to the gym. But I didn't realise that now um, people don't just go to the gym to work out. They go to the gym to video themselves to post it on Insta. <laughs> <laughs> it's not yeah. a workout if you don't and post TikTok. it. Isn't that right? So um, there's, there's a lot of this happening. <clears throat> and there are a lot of gyms that are saying it's dangerous I heard a story about somebody using a spray to create fake sweat. But if you spray that around the equipment, somebody can oh, slip. Yeah. Like, there are so many reasons. Think of that. People are putting tripods up at gyms. Now, <laughs> last time I went to a gym, actually moving around can be difficult because there's all the equipment yeah, yeah. and you don't expect to see film sets at a gym. So gyms are cracking down mm. and they are starting to say, we don't want influencers, we don't want filming in here. And also... There are probably people there that don't want to be around the cameras. Because yeah. when I go to a yeah. gym, it's the last place I want to be filmed. And I certainly don't want to be in the back of somebody's shot. Yeah, of course. The, I've know, got mates that have done group classes at gyms where the PT running it will film them while they're oh, working yeah, out. No My thanks, mates are like, this is no. some of the worst footage of me I've ever seen. I've seen you film yourself in a gym. I have filmed yeah. myself. Do you know what? The last no. time I did a class, it was when I was on holiday, when I was in Bali. Yep. In the hotel I was staying at, I did a class and the guy got his camera and started filming us. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not being filmed no jumping way. on this trampoline. Thank you very much. Actually, that's a bit strange. Just filming women workout. jumping on a trampoline. But I think anyway, you're on the trampoline. <laughs> um, so there are the gym owners who are cracking down and then there are the gym junkies or the Fitspo mm. influencers who are like, you've got to let us film. Uh, now, one of the gyms that is cracking down is, uh, I'm going to say, world famous, but one yeah, of Melbourne's biggest and best gyms, Doherty's. Um, the they are, uh, Tony Doherty is banning tripods and requiring patrons to purchase media passes. <laughs> Tony like Doherty. Um, now we're joined by Tony now. Hi, Tony. Good morning, all. Morning. Now, Tony, um, now you know Nick because he frequents your gym. Correct. Um, you know, On Feb and off, Tom. Too, but Feb, <laughs> you haven't been to a Doherty's gym lately? No, TD was my weights coach at Carlton, so I spent a lot of time at uh, Doherty's gym. You can you can go to the Brunswick Doherty's gym and there's photos of Feb. I'm up there. <laughs> On the wall. <laughs> I used to go to... We had a ball. We did have a ball, TD, and his brother used to always cook us uh, sort of brunch after we did weights, so I'd normally just be eating <laughs> and not doing the gym work. <laughs> Well, Tony, oh, you stuck to that schedule? You haven't seen <laughs> the boys. It took me a while, Fev, but we pushed you pretty hard. You yeah, did get we me. created the monster that you became. How good was me rig? Unreal. And yeah. and the leg strength and explosive power, people will never understand how far you went. Oh. It was amazing. Now, Tony, um, the boys haven't been to your gyms lately, but can you talk us through what is going on with the Fitspo, the influencers? Well, look, it's got a little bit out of control. I, coming to the gym, like more and more, it just sort of became acceptable and people bring in tripods. One, they're a trip hazard. 
Two, there's huge privacy issues. You know, there's celebrities trainees, there's people, you know, in uh, not flattering positions with their legs yes. in the air on a leg press or whatever. But there's also women, for example, who've got domestic violence, apprehensive orders against their exes, mm. who don't want to be in the background and can't be in the background because they get hunted down and people kind of forget about people's privacy. So that was the big one. And I, I came to the gym about a week ago and there was eight tripods in one room nick you know the Whoa. dumbbell room yeah and of course they're in between the benches and people i'm like i've had enough and before i wrap one around someone's head i'm just going to ban them so <laughs> I, I do a um, weekly gym etiquette post and i did that one and it went viral it's been on oh shit i've been on news services all over the world and it's just gone absolutely nuts but let me give you a great analogy imagine this and this is where the influencers don't get it imagine if you decided you wanted to be a food blogger right and you went into a restaurant <laughs> set up a tripod and started filming yourself eating and critiquing the food and telling everyone how wonderful and important you are and then the next person comes in the restaurant and sets up a tripod and again and again and again and it'd be out of control and it wouldn't be acceptable so why is it okay for people without asking to come into gyms and set up their little studios to get themselves clicks and likes and check in with their coaches no no more I've banned them that set. And where we said we love it, we can sell media passes. No, people can apply for media passes. And uh. most times I'll say no, no. <laughs> every it. time. Hey, I agree Get with you, TV. I am 100% with you in everything you've just said. A gym is to go in and work out. If you want to film yourself, buy your own weights and do it in your own backyard. Absolutely. Set up your own influencer yeah. gym and get all your mates around there. But look, we'll never be able to stop people using their phones. For, you know, people have selfies and this and that. So we've even said with that, just make sure there's no one in the background. Take it easy. Mm. And then someone says, well, what about these little magnetic things? I'm going to stick my phone to the equipment. I said, it's just as bad as a tripod. It's not a trip hazard, but it's still self-indulgent and we're not going to be a part of it. No, no more. Tony, I love it. Oh, Coming mate, down so firm. Good. Now, we should hear the other side of the argument. So we are joined now by um, Evan Godby. Now, Evan, you are a WNFBF pro bodybuilder. You're the owner of Muscle Academy. You are a fitspo. You've got 6,000 followers on Instagram. Great rig. Yeah, yeah. You've put it. We've seen all your <laughs> posts. And if you, yeah, most men who look like that would want to post. So, Evan, what's your side of this argument? Um, look, I mean, a lot of what Tony's saying, I do agree. I think he's making some really good points in some ways. Um, the, the one thing that I would put forward is for c competitive bodybuilders, a lot of us have online coaches. And so when we are um, filming, sometimes it's not necessarily for the influencer stuff and getting ourselves out there on social media and so on. It can be just to film our exercise form and we can't always see our exercise form in the mirror in certain exercises. Um, so we can get feedback for ourselves or we can get feedback for a coach who can then make tweaks to, or, you know, suggestions and guidance on, on how we might change our exercise form. I think that's something that can be really valuable. And I think it's a shame that if people can't do that because kind of the influencers are, you know, creating this problem with all the tripods and, promoting themselves and that type of thing. So that's kind of what I would say. I, I love it. And I'll obviously go to Tony on that mm. one, but I love what you've done there, Evan, because you sort of distanced yourself from the influencers. seems like we're all still hating on the influencers. <laughs> and I, it, would that be right, Tony? Like, is it okay for a bodybuilder uh, to need to see their form? Look, I, I run all the biggest bodybuilding shows in Australia and we've got a lot of bodybuilders here. And of course, they're going to have a photo to check their form. 
But as Evan said about the coaches, a lot of the coaches, what they do, they're online coaches and they get their clients to film their exercise and they say, look, if you send me your exercise, I'll critique them and that's an extra 40 bucks a week. Well, I think the coaches should come along to the gyms where the people are paying them and critique their form in real life, you know, and not be worrying about posting it online because this is just an excuse from the coaches to make more money out of their clients. And that's another scourge that I'll be attacking soon. Yeah, get into it, Tony. Can I ask a question? Um, And thank you, Evan, for your point. And I reckon that's a a decent argument. Mm. Tony, with this, like, what? I mean, I don't, I hate bringing gender into it, but is it more women than men or men than women? Or is it just a good mix of people wanting to take photos and videos of themselves? Oh, it's a good mix. No, it'd be straight down the middle with that one. It's, yeah, right. it's, it's, it's for all different reasons. As Evan said, some of it is to check in with the coaches, some for Insta clicks, some is because you want to be a Fitzbo. But not on my watch. I'm, I've just had enough of them. And they're just, 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 a, just a scourge to the fitness industry. And they're a trip hazard and they're an invasion of privacy. And, and I'm, I'm just done. Yeah, well, that's I'm glad you one. said that, Tony, and they are a scourge and I, all hey. the things you just said. And you'll love to know this, Tony. Just before you came on, I said to Nick, who frequents your gym, he's a member and he loves hanging out and uh, working out with you. I just and said getting to the protein him, shakes afterwards. I it's said very to tasty. Nick, it, you Nick. wouldn't be seen dead taking a video of yourself. And um, he actually has been taking phone. videos of himself at your gym. Oh. Hey, I don't record, Tony, anything under 150 kilos. I think sure I'm on there. And that's where we can never ban phones. I mean, if someone's doing their best ever lift or they're having a little flex up or whatever, but they've got to be, uh, there's got to be some, uh, they've got to be discerning about it, you know, not yeah. just have yeah, anyone Nick. in the background. So and like in I'm any in other background? form of life, you'd have to sign a waiver to be in someone's 100%. movie. I don't want to be in your movie. I don't yeah. want to be in your movie. Stop it. Great, Tony. That's why I don't Great go to argument. gym, Boxy, because my rig's that good. Like, I don't want to go in there. <laughs> and if I start lifting weights at Doherty's, all the people that have been going there for years, like Nick, mm. I'll go there for two weeks and all of a sudden all my muscles pop up again like Popeye. Yeah, right. It's like, oh, Fev's had his spinach again. So that's why I don't go to gym. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> what well, do you think of that, Tony? You for your time. <laughs> he Tony. gets it. He hey, knows. Tony and Evan, $200 every caller on the show. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> hey, this is a true story, Tony. Is this not a true story? Did one time he pulled me away aside, he was our Carlton weight coach. And he said, have you ever thought about quitting footy? And I said, why? He goes, cause I want you to be a bodybuilder. True story. Look, I did say you had great genetics for bodybuilding, but I didn't tell you to quit footy. I did tell you to pull your head in at halftime a few times when you were sulking yeah. and no one else had talked to you. And I did <laughs> nearly put you through a mirror in the gym the first day when you wouldn't do your squats. But we ended up having a bit of a bromance, Fev, and I think we got the best out of each other, we mate. Did. And, uh, but that rig, oh, I've seen some pictures of you lately, mate. You just got to, you know, maybe get back to the gym and stop <laughs> eating all the pies. That's what I was Ta- after. See, Tony and <laughs> I have had very after. different chats. I said to Tony, mate, I've lost a few kegs. Can, can I eat chocolate now? And he goes, mate, you can eat whatever you want. Just take your T-shirt off and look at yourself in a mirror while you eat it. And if you think you deserve that treat while you look at your own body, <laughs> then have it. You won't be no, eating chocolate no. for years. I'll be <laughs> eating chocolate in the dark. <laughs> 101.9 The Fox. Hey, very soon on the show, we're going to be having one of our famous singles party. And this year, desperate is not a dirty word. Melbourne's desperate. It's a sexy party for all Melbourne singles. Where all the desperate singles, they all come to mingle. Winning your way there couldn't be more Melbourne's desperate. Yes, if you're single in Melbourne, don't worry. Valentine's Day is approaching, but it doesn't have to be a flat day where you just avoid all the flowers that rock up to the office or the workplace. And if you're desperate, you really just want somebody, we are having our Desperados singles party 
Uh, it's going to be fantastic. Dude. We're at Ghost Donkey at Crown, an amazing venue, isn't it, Josiah? Yeah, it's such a good place as well, Ghost Donkey. Come on down. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I think everybody just realised I don't have the piece of paper yeah, in front of me, so please help me, Josiah. That's all right, Ghost Donkey. We cannot wait to enjoy happy hour with you at Crown with the best margaritas every Wednesday and Thursday, Thank 5. Frozen mugs too. We'll Imagine that Valentine's evening. We, we basically don't want anyone feeling sad or lonely, and we're reclaiming the word desperate. See, I remember, you know, even when I was like, you know, young and carefree and out and about, you never wanted to be labelled desperate. You never want to come across as desperate. But we're reclaiming this word. Why is desperate such a dirty word? Nah, own it. I'm desperate, guys. And the thing is, what we have noticed. Hot people are desperate too. There yeah. are some very hot people that are saying, can we please come to this Desperado singles party? If you want to be part of it, head to the win page at fox.com.au. You Speaking won't of hot people. Desperate for long. Now, our singles parties, we have such a huge mm. success rate. We've had marriages, lots of relationships, babies come out of pairing people up at our singles parties. Uh, and they're the hottest parties in town. Now, we, at our most recent singles parties, that was for people who are undateable. Yeah. And that was just in November. Now, someone who was undateable was our boss, Mad Mando. She'd been single for a few years. Mm. She'd been to a few of our singles parties. And we labelled her undateable. Because she's she's hot and she's successful. She yeah. runs the Fox here. at, um, But she's not just running the Fox now. She's running most mm. of the radio stations Powerful. around Australia. Mm powerful woman but that can make you undateable because men find you intimidating so we brought her along to our singles party and she met someone there um we've actually got we can play it to you when they the first time Mm. they met this was mad mando our boss being introduced to an eligible single man named drew Drew, Drew's a good-looking rooster. Hey, Drew, me, Mando. Hey, Amanda. Pleasure to meet you. What are you, what are you the boss of? Well, I'm boss of my destiny, but I, uh, yeah, I've got a small team that I'm in charge of. And, and what are you doing here tonight? Well, I'm just looking to mingle and meet new people. Yeah. Meet a CEO. <laughs> Mate, so that was the moment. Cupid. Now we can say, Mate. how many months after? Are we like three or four months after that <laughs> function? Yeah. Fev and I, by the way, didn't have a beer that night. And it sounded <laughs> yeah. like yelling over even, music yeah. without 50. I didn't We are matchmakers, well, <laughs> Jeez, we saw this coming. Man, Mando and Drew are now in a relationship. And they wow. join us now. Um, our boss, we should point this out. She yeah. is our boss, our fearless leader, Mad Mando. Hi, Mando. Good morning, guys. Oh, my gosh. That was – it was beautiful to relieve. But, oh, my gosh, I've had a few margaritas there too. How <laughs> cool is that, Mando? We've captured the moment you met Drew. Now let's introduce your boyfriend to the show. Hi, Drew. Good morning, guys. Drew. <laughs> this is Thanks so cool. Me. Hey, are you two in the same room while you're talking to us? No. No. We had a night off last night, so we're going to part today. Hang the boots up. Um, now, let's go back to that moment. Um, Drew, this is now your girlfriend, um, our boss, Mad Mando. Um, how, how's everything going? Yeah, it's awesome. It's been a lot of fun. Things have really flown by quickly, but uh, I, I think Mando, as you know, she's a really easygoing um, and uh, just a fun person to hang around. So it's Our been boss. effortless. Yeah, <laughs> you're talking about the, the same person who said, "Are you a CEO?" <laughs> no, um, she, she, she's good. And uh, it's separate to your relationship, Drew. Like, how often does she complain about us? 
<laughs> she doesn't. Hey, she doesn't. good, good answer. At all. Okay, that's no? good. Now, Drew, everyone that calls up the show today gets 200 bucks. Uh, we just got you an OPSM um, <laughs> visit. <laughs> I'm just not quite sure whether you'll be able to see or not. Um, you, you side okay? Yeah, no, perfect. I've got perfect vision. Oh, She's a beautiful good. woman. Hearing's, hearing's not so good. Um, now, the, the, obviously you met that night, and that is so cool, listening back to that audio. But when did this become official, Mando? How did you – because at some stage you've got to go where boyfriend and girlfriend. Ooh. Yeah, it's a hard part of a relationship, isn't it, when you start seeing someone. So I think we were seeing each other a lot, so it was like we're definitely exclusive. But, um, okay, I know Fev's going to, like, have a crack at me here, but anyway, I... Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, 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 I'm hey. here too, Mando. Hey, we're... <laughs> it's all open. We're on the radio. No one's okay. listening. Just right. spill your heart well, out. You, yeah. you know I'm very um, creative and at some point you need to know where you stand with someone and I reckon we're probably six, seven weeks in and I invited Drew for dinner and I said I had a surprise for him. And um, I got something, I got a box out and on top of the box was a card and it said, um, you know, we've waited this long to meet each other and as they say, life is short. And then he opened the box and it was a big brownie with blue writing, which is his favourite colour, and it said, will you be my boyfriend? Oh, I love that. Were you dressed as a bumblebee? (laughs) No. Is it a weed brownie? That's a reference to when Mad Vando dressed up as a bumblebee to inspire us. Oh, God. Poor Drew had to say yes. He can't say no to that. Drew's here. We can ask him, Drew. What Tell us about that beautifully romantic moment. I. I was, I certainly wasn't expecting it, but I was very pleasantly surprised. And um, yeah, I just, I said yes instantly. So it was, it wasn't, it was, it was a no brainer. Oh, that's a great moment. Mando loves it. (laughs) But but I had to pass a pretty stringent um, screening process before that. Yeah. 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 I had to go, had to pass a panel interview with Barkley and Mando. So, how does Barkley go, Drew? Like, you know, because he he runs the joint. He does. He he certainly is. I know I'm definitely number two in in Mando's um, <laughs> list, but yeah, I get on really well with Barkley. I think. Yeah, they're besties. Little oh, besties. Look at you. We're very two. happy. This is a what a success story. So if you if you've ever thought to yourself. No, I don't reckon these mm. singles parties that Fifi, Fifi and Nick do are for me. That is absolute proof how successful they are. Our boss, Mad Mando, finding um, true love there with Drew. Guys, thank you for joining us well on done, the show. Drew. Thanks. Mate, Thanks, you guys. deserve a couple of beers, bro. Very brave of you, Mando. <laughs> hey, do you reckon when like they break up, Drew's, <laughs> Drew, Drew, Drew will take Barkley? Go, hey, because she said they're besties. Imagine if Barkley just no, went off. You no, know, Drew sounds so lovely. He, he actually do sounds that. really nice. I just want to know is Mad Mando still there? Mad Mando just hung up, but Drew's still there. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> yes. I want to ask oh, Mad Mando. Why oh, not? He hung up. I want to oh. ask Mad Mando. So when we, because um, now, if and when we get to a position where we're signing new contracts, I want this brownie with a will you sign to stay at the Fox. Oh, you just want a brownie. Yeah. yeah. What a nice, what a creative way to um, to offer us employment. I love it. Your contract, you could just buy Arnott. Sorry. <laughs> 
Mate, you can buy cab. You can buy anything. You can buy Australia. She's back if you want. But I, you're right. Yeah, that's no. good. Thirteen ten sixty. If you want to come, fox.com.au. You can register there as well. Melbourne's one hundred one nine. The Fox. I left the show at seven a.m. yesterday morning yes. to take my five-year-old Charlie to his first day of prep, his first day of primary school. We got one out the door. We've got one out the door. <laughs> it, uh, it, was, it was bloody great. It was such a nice. Uh, my mother-in-law came over. My parents came over, and uh, Maxie was on his little bike that you can push, and we <laughs> all boss. went along as a yeah big group rolled up uh, He's to his primary school. Charlie. Max, I thought oh, he was yeah. A preppy. Yeah, yeah. People that don't know, he just starts talking. They assume we have a, a dumb five-year-old, like dumb <laughs> twins. Uh, but he just had, holding him back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's um, he had the best. He had the best day. We picked him up yesterday at quarter past three, and um, he he came out and he's like, "Mom, Dad, Maxie gave us all a big hug," and we said, "Mate, how was the first day?" He said, "It was so much fun. Uh, played with my friends." We did some maths, and I was like, great. Yeah. Did you like the maths? He said, loved it. They let me borrow this book from the library. It's an Avengers book. <laughs> and I said, I'm not allowed to watch the movies, but I'm allowed to read the book. Oh. And I was like, yeah, great. What else happened? And he said, my mate and I went to the toilet and did giant poos together. Yeah. <laughs> that was his day. That's a, that's, a, that's a real step up from when I went to school. We used to play swords. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, cross streams. Way, cross, cross stream. Yeah. He's doing oh, it with poo. Well, I remember That's last I, the, last week. Toby <laughs> was a little bit yeah. worried about oh, the toilet. The toilet. They were yeah. too big. So yeah. Charlie and his mate went in. Yeah. and just sort of <laughs> went in with each <laughs> went other in together. One do a poo, <laughs> hops off mine, the other. I wipe yours. Bang. The other, the yeah. other best does friends a poo. forever. Did we just become best friends? Yeah. <laughs> and so that's all he was talking about. Did you ask him if he had a met a girlfriend yet? No. Because I said that to Toby. Got a boyfriend. Speak to any boys. I don't speak at two boys. She said, <laughs> oh, I can't, man. Really? Yeah. They've, this primary school, they've got the preps and the grade ones in the same, same class. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. The composite yeah. learning. Yeah. Which appears to be nice. Everything's changed. Like there were no bullies. It didn't just seem I to be. when I was at school, I've we had five away. and six was uh, together. Yeah, they do composite. Yeah. We did it. Oh, yeah. But I, I thought preppers was separate. I thought it went prep, one, two, three, four, yeah. five, yeah. six. Yeah. But now everyone's helping each other. The principal gets called by his first name, which if I went to primary school and said that, they would have put me through a wall. (laughs) Yeah, my teacher's name's, oh, not mine, but Toby's is Miss Michelle. They don't call her by Mm. her last name. It's her first name. Yeah. Yeah. I find that fascinating. Mm. I still can't wrap my head around that. Yeah. The the first name. My wife gives me grief still if we go out and I see an old teacher. I still say, sir. It's like you Nikki, thirty six. But you say the Mister, like Mister Smith. No, I'll say Sir. Oh, Sir. Say, hey, sir. How are you? Sir? Yeah, Sir and Ma'am. I do it all didn't the time. Hey, that. Ma'am, how are you? I didn't have to. It was just. Mm. That's what I was taught to do. <laughs> when you're getting slapped with a ruler on the bum. Yeah. Were you at school with that? No, I never got the ruler. No, never got the ruler. Did you get hit? Nah, nah. Well, no, they, think... I, they wanted to hit me. Yeah, yeah. I think I just... we were all post that. Oh, God. No, I had to sit in the courtyard with my nose facing the wall where everyone played sport. Everyone could see me, like on on site mm. for detention. Most most lunch times, had my nose on the wall. I wasn't allowed what to. What do you mean nose on the wall? You so like you had to, to sit stand. there and just sit there like that with your nose on the wall until the teacher said your detention's over. Did you ever think to yourself, maybe I'll stop the behaviour that results nah. in me sitting here with Mate, my nose on look the wall? At me now, fine. Yeah. Is that why you went well in the mental health clinic in Newfarm? Yeah, I was going. Yeah, sat to me. The nose against the wall. Put nose against the wall. Said, oh, this again. Melbourne's one hundred one nine. The Fox. Hugh. Hughesy Tuesday.
It's Tuesday and that means this wonderful man graces our studio, Husey Tuesday. Um, and are you okay? Oh, yeah, because of my big operation. I, well, I heard you yeah. were going in for an operation. I wasn't even sure if we'd see you today. Yeah, no, I, I'm a professional and I'm also desperately insecure, you know that? So, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. If I can breathe, I'll turn up. But, yes, I've got an operation this afternoon. I'm fasting. Can't eat nothing, so. Nothing? No, I'll, <laughs> not much. No, I won't eat anything. No, I'll eat a little bit, but not much. After 8 a.m. That's all a myth. What? Not been able to eat. I've had heaps of ops. Oh. I used to have McChickens on the way in before I had an operation. No, I did. Fev's theory is pretty good. He said, what about people that are in car crashes? Car crashes. They're just eating big meal. Yeah. I actually was thinking of why I can't eat. Is it because they don't want you to... No, they just... They don't want you to vomit. It's a tube oh. when oh, it's so down you, yeah, so you it's vomit. More for, I think it's... Yeah, for their... Com- yeah. They don't oh, want right. vomit all over. I thought vomit. maybe it was flatulence. So no. Maybe that too. <laughs> <laughs> no. You fart when you're dead. Do you fart? Yeah, yeah. It all just the gets gas comes the out. Final yeah. Yeah. The final joke. <laughs> the final yeah. fight. Exactly. Well, that's not going to happen today. Touch wood. Uh, yeah. no. Oh, you never know. So, no, no, come on. Oh. Touch wood. <laughs> Touch the paper. So, yeah, I've got all the best professionals. They're all they're all there. They're all getting money off me. God almighty. So Dr. Charge. Dr. Hoy. Yesterday, everyone's wanting money. Now, would I be out? Tell me if really? what I'm saying is inappropriate and out of touch. Mm-hmm. I think, because I may have heard this like Chinese whispers. Yeah. So, already we spoke to you last week and you had a rotator cuff injury. Yes, yeah. And were you releasing doves at a funeral and made it worse? Oh, look, I was. It wasn't a funeral. It was a memorial. So oh. I was in Sandringham. So it was down in Fev's neck of the woods. Um, yeah, it was a, a beautiful ceremony. Uh, a man who um, tragically lost his life a little while ago. All his friends turned up to the rotunda at Sandy and uh, there was doves there. And, um, and I had the honour of releasing the doves. I had to release two doves. One dove initially, we all re- six of us released doves, and then the Channel Seven camera was cameraman was late. Oh, and so they said we need to release another dove. They were doing it to time. In <laughs> you did it to get on a TV. Tele- no, I oh, didn't do wow. it to get on TV. Did you know this bloke, or was it a cashy? No, it wasn't a cashy. Oh, no, was it, it was a reenactment of Home Alone? It was. It was a beautiful ceremony, and this this man had a lot of friends. Spiros yeah. was his name, and it was a, it was actually oh. a tragic situation, but he was loved by the community. And his family were there and all his friends were there. And, and you yes, did your shoulder. No, the Channel 7 cameraman turned up. He was late because it was the hot day. It was Sunday. I heard you did your shoulder by barging through because you wanted to be the one on camera. No, no, to they... leave, and then you got pushed. <laughs> you got hip, hip and shouldered and you've done your, and you've no, torn something in no, there. they asked me to, to, get to, the they asked story. Me to do it. They asked me to do it. I don't know. They, I, because Beck Madden was doing the news that night, so and I know Beck, and so and that was I don't know why, but anyway, so I got, the Channel Seven cameraman. <laughs> he turned up late, but we had happy to have him there. So we said we need another dove released, and they said, Hughie, can you do the extra dove?" So I did the extra dove, oh. and and yeah, when you got to throw them in the air because if you if you drop them, they might just fall to the ground. Oh, no. So you've really got to <laughs> swing Give them it a boost. Up. You've got to get your full arms into getting the doves as high as you can. And my arm nearly went out oh. again. But you know where the doves end up. You know where yeah. they end up? They end up <laughs> shitting all over my house. No, mate. They go to Berwick. So the doves go to oh, Berwick. Oh, they fly. Right? They what? fly really? back to Berwick. But yes. all doves go to Berwick. <laughs> that's <laughs> a lie. All these doves went to Berwick. You're kidding. Because that's where they bought the doves from. Oh, they just so go The guy who bought the dove business. Does he have like of... one of those pigeon 
like the guys on the roof in New York, like an old Mike Tyson pigeon yeah, raising. Hang on, are you sure they're doves and not homing pigeons? Well, I don't know what the difference. So, but he bought <laughs> them off a guy One's in Berwick. White. One and, looks like a pigeon, and he hasn't he hasn't taught the doves to go to his house yet. So the doves all go back to Berwick. So he has to drive to Berwick in the heat on Sunday. I reckon he's right, flogging them off you know his doves. They're I pigeons. Said, I said, do all the yeah. doves make it there? And you know what he said? Interesting. Oh, this is interesting. All those dove. doves are dead. No, they're not dead, mate. He said occasionally they lose a dove. Uh, the, the dove doesn't. They don't get. They don't lose their way. The hawks get them. Oh, yeah. we've got hawks. We've got yeah. hawks and falcons. <laughs> and so, so yeah. So some of them they've got to make their way past the hawks to get back to Berwick. And I imagine the hawks know where they're going. Well, if anything <laughs> so happens today, like... we'll let some doves off next week. I tell you what, at your it? memorial. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> Isn't it? You're going general. <laughs> General anaesthetic? I want this. Yeah, good. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be a <laughs> sweet sleep, baby. <laughs> I gave you a tip yesterday about the anaesthetic. Yeah. What you got to tell the doctor. Oh, yeah. you've got a great doctor, Dr. Hoy. Yeah, yeah, I've got a great a team of great yeah, doctors. Dr. Yeah. Zimmerman's yeah. turning up. Oh, I've you? had him from I've the Bulldogs. Doc- yeah, I've yeah. had Dr. Zimmerman. With the Mo. Man, why are you getting... Out, I'll give him a shout out. Yeah. So, why, are you getting, why are you getting so many surgeons? <laughs> so many top... So, you don't pitch for the Yankees, man. <laughs> no, it's relax. unbelievable. It's a shit old man's <laughs> shoulder. <laughs> listen, listen to the tip I gave you. <laughs> Just get anyone. Get bulk billing. I'm playing tennis again, all right? Do you remember the tip? Yeah, tell them that it hasn't worked so they give you extra. Yeah. Tell them the anesthetic doesn't work when you go out. And you've woken up before and they give you an extra dose and you have a real good sleep. Get a take-home pack from yeah. Also, he says, tell them you're heavier than the, the scale scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mate, what do you weigh? What do you weigh? Well, 85. Yeah, say yeah. you weigh 92 um, yeah, and you get an extra dose. Yeah, bang. <laughs> anyway, good luck to me. Good luck. Uh, and when you're back, uh, Husey, cannot wait for this. Husey, the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, March 28th from then. Tickets on sale. They've said comedyfestival.com.au. What do you do? Husey.com.au? Comedy.com. Dave, Dave Hughes. Skip the middleman. <laughs> Tickets on sale. DaveHughes.com.au. Thanks, mate. Melbourne's 1019, The Fox. Alpha Bucks, we played every morning on Fifi Fever Nick. It's a game, quick game, where you can win $20,000 very easily by answering 10 questions. And here in the podcast, we give you an answer for free. Um, and this is time to get your answer. Um, this is for a game at 8 a.m. on Wednesday, Feb 7. The question is something you wear, and the letter is the letter P. Petticoat. Yep. I'll accept both those answers. 1019. The Fox. Now, we have some office politics that we need to talk about here in the, the studio. Office. My favourite TV show. Um, that thirteen ten sixty. You may be able to relate to this. You may have your own petty office politics or workplace politics. Uh, big day today because something has just arrived that we've been waiting months for. And uh, James Blake, our senior producer, has just walked it into the studio. It is a safe. We now mm. have an actual safe. It's quite a large safe. It's big, isn't it? Um, now, why we have this safe? is we have a cupboard in our office. But remembering it's open plan, it's a cupboard in our office where we um, go and buy snacks for the show. So we have chocolates, we have protein balls, we have popcorn. And what's been happening is we get to a stage during the show where we go, I really need one of those crunchies or I really, I'm in a healthy mood, I'll have a bag of that popcorn. And you go to the cupboard and gone. Mm. And then... We hear from people who are sitting in the open plan, big sh- office. What do we call it? Office sharing? 
hot desking. Hot desking, yeah. People go, oh, yeah, people just go in there all afternoon and grab stuff. Mm, so we have, and then we said, we, we asked, this was a whole drama at the end of last year where we'd say to Madman to our boss, What's ha- people are taking our food, they're acting like it's a kiosk. There's a vending machine in the kitchen. <laughs> Go and get, help yourself to food kiosk. from the vending machine. I wonder machine. who this was angering in the most. Yeah. Well, no, because the truth you is. same we. No, but I'm going to be really honest. <laughs> I can fluctuate. Mm. I can have days where I need crunchies and Mars bars yeah. and that's it. And then other days where you need Snickers. Like it's, it's just yeah, this wild, exactly. and then what it's sometimes, no, I'll do that all healthy protein ball thing, or then I'll go, yeah, maybe just popcorn today. Mm. And they're gone, and you go, but we just had a packet. Like, mm. a, what's going on? So um, to stop the thieving, theft, uh, we now have a safe. So we're going to put all our stuff in a safe. Is it going to stay there? I don't know. Where, where's you put JB? It next where's to you? the safe? Probably, probably put it under your desk, I reckon. Under, I don't have a desk. Oh, that was my tummy. Um, JB? Need a snack, mate. We need to decide on a couple of things. Location, and then we need to decide upon a collective pin that we all know. 2525. No, that's just yours. It's all about you. Uh, Are you joking? I'm not going to use the safe. But then why is it 2525? Because it's just easy. No, it's your... 2525 was also a HR extension recently. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> why would you that? I've just given you an easy number. No, no, but now you've told everyone, so yeah. we can't have it. I think so, you just get the pin that you think yeah. got you, what do you it's, remember? Your, it's your safe. Cause I, don't I didn't eat know it any, was my I safe. I don't eat protein balls and I don't eat chocolate. Based on your, based on your past banking mm. worries, being stuck at a nail salon that won't yes. let you out. And <laughs> just one, two, three, four. I, I assume that's what it is. <laughs> one, two, three, four. One, 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 one. 1019, <laughs> the fox. But when you've got, when you go to the extent of getting the safe, it's fair to say that it's not. We, we do have issues with our whole hot desk in open plan. Because once upon a time, and maybe like other people listening, you had an office, it was your stuff. But now, because people, of this hot desking phenomenon, you don't have stuff. But Even, people nest. I say everyone yes. goes to the same seat every day. But that's yeah. natural. People like, yeah, it's natural. We people used to have stick an to patterns. But even Leon said, uh, our executive producer, he reminded me. So they, the idea is you're not allowed anything around. You're not allowed a photo at your desk. You're not allowed anything because somebody else might use that desk the next day. But apparently, Leon, there are people that have set up a whole menagerie of things at their desk. I don't want to name anyone, but I will. Sales team down the other end of the office always have giant billboards up with like themed photos and Monopoly boards and horse race theme things when they're trying to get to the budget and stuff like that. But oh. We can't have a photo of like family on our desk. Good, good point. Yes, James. Uh, sales currently also have a dead Christmas tree that is still sitting there. <laughs> oh. I just get a feeling you guys have got a problem with sales. Yeah. Love sales. Thank you, sales. Is that, that a do. threat for who sells the, you know, who gets the least amount of clients this month? Just a dead Christmas tree. There but you go. I, and, and just a message to uh, the people who run this building and run Fox and the radio station. I I actually don't mind what sales are doing. Whatever motivates you. Mm. Don't you think it gets down to whatever motivates you to do the job? So if I need crunchies in a safe, that motivates <laughs> me to do a job. Pop the crunchies in a safe. What's your pin going to be? I don't know. I'm not going to say it on the radio. Well, no one's... Breaking in to break that safe. You're not going to get like a All the people be who like, work yeah. at this office will now know yeah. what the codes are. And don't get me wrong, I don't mind. 
I, it's not that I'm even sorry. It just sounds like I'm not very g- generous. I don't mind everybody eating the food, but what well, they happens? Buy their own. No, but listen, what happens at quarter to six in the morning is we can't get to a shop. Mm. So we're we're like in the afternoon. You got there's shops everywhere. We're in South Melbourne, mm. but where our problem is, we have Nothing's limited open. resources in the morning. So we mm. need now we've got a little safe mm. safe. I'm so excited about our safe, uh, Catherine from Tyam. Hi, Catherine. Hello. Hey, Catherine, are you, are you dealing with some office politics? I certainly am, but ours is not centred around food or anything. It's around cutlery. <laughs> we are always losing and missing spoons and whatever else, and we hot desk as well. So I'll, during the day, have my, my water bottle, my cup of tea, my, my spoon, because I use a very large mug. And I'll go off and do stuff and come back and someone's taken my spoon. And I'll actually, I've had enough. I walk around and I'm like, who's got my spoon? I need my spoon. You know what you have to do? You might have to tie it to the handle on the mug. Yeah. You know, like uh, a bank that's pen. That's a good idea. With a yeah. Str- yeah, people just made. I used to take those bank pens all the time when I was a kid. I used but to I'm, rip them off. I'm with you, Catherine. That's so frustrating. Like, stop taking spoons. Like, I'm annoyed for you, Catherine. And then yeah. when you make a big deal of it, and that might be me here at this office because now I've got a safe. <laughs> when you make a bit, everyone looks at you mm. like, oh, hello, high maintenance person. No, no, yeah. no. Just don't steal other people's food. I can't wait to don't steal Don't steal that the s- spoons. I can't wait to steal that safe. Don't steal the safe. Because <laughs> oh, no, you can just pick it up. I'm going to take it. <laughs> um, mate, it's not I'm, bolted to I'm, the floor. I'm absolutely taking that safe. Hey, Catherine, the aircon might blow every away. Every caller on the show today gets $200. So well oh, done. You've gone by spoons. Guys, that's a pleasure. Uh, Maggie in Hopper's Crossing. Hi, Maggie. Hi, guys. Um, yeah, I've got a story about my office. Um, someone was stealing the food from the fridge in the, the staff room. Okay, so management, and this is regularly, so man, uh, management put cameras in. Um, so she got caught. So when they took her into the office and sort of uh, gave her the, you know, um, you've got to stop doing this, uh, she tried to blame someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, and then they said, well, we had installed cameras. We actually got you on camera. Oh. So, yeah, you've got no escape. Uh, she ended up leaving a week later yeah. because, yeah. Uh, of yeah, all the embarrassment, but yeah, she tried to get away with it for some time, but she just couldn't because of the cameras. And you know what? In her, not not defending her because I'm having a, I've, I've got a safe it. to stop food thieves, but. Sometimes you do see food in a fridge and you go, I wish I had that. I love that. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> I often have food envy. Like when you see, oh, look what they've got. You just put a really positive spin on theft. <laughs> she might have been able to afford it. Um, Maggie, you got $200. Oh, awesome. Thanks, guys. Well done. Well worth reporting on a food thief, People Maggie. People steal our chilli. Well, yeah, have your, you, mm. you go on. You have a crack. They do, they, but we can't put that in a safe because it's got to be it's got to be cold. Oh, we need a fridge safe. Yeah, fridge. Oh, can we get a lock on our fridge? Yeah, that um, fridge gets Amanda broken from Mentone. Hi, Amanda. Hi, guys. How are you? Love the show. Oh, thanks, Amanda. What have you? Uh, we're going to give you two hundred dollars. So well done. Oh. Thanks for ringing. <laughs> Thank Every caller on the show two hundred dollars. Um, what are you dealing with at work? Oh wow, we have cutbacks on milk. I work at a school and you're allowed milk in your tea and coffee, but some people try to bring cereal in and use it and it's there's signage everywhere now because you know teachers laminate. Oh. <laughs> teachers laminate, I love that. See, I get away around that. You just keep pouring your yeah, you pour your um, milk into the teacup, pour it into your at your desk, pour it into the porridge, go back get another tea, pour the milk in. Easy. <laughs> 
I do, I, do you think they couldn't get another bottle of milk yeah. just for oh, people? No. Milk's expensive, cereal? man. Yeah, and we used to have biscuits no more. The, the no. year's going down already. <laughs> no more bickies. No bickies. No. Milk's about <laughs> seven bucks for a litre. No, I know, expensive. but as an employer, and I'm not one, I just think that that's sort of like common decency, giving people enough milk. No. But people You're locking up snacks. <laughs> yeah. What, what are you talking about? Yeah. People can't even take your crunchies. Yeah. <laughs> You've hidden your Twix behind a pin code. God. 101.9 The Fox. Good I don't morning. know whether you saw this over the weekend, but New York, uh, big news story in New York. It was everywhere. They have, for years, obviously decades, had problem with rubbish, garbage. Yes. That is a very oh, small goodness. island, Manhattan, with a lot of people. So rubbish is a big problem for them. So the mayor was very excited to unveil um, a prototype of a new technology. Um, in fact, he was so excited when he announced this. They did a big press conference, TV cameras. He turned up in the truck. And when I say truck, so this is the prototype of a new automatic garbage truck. Um, now, what this truck does um, in New York, and uh, they've never seen this before, so it, it goes up beside the garbage, the bins, and then from the left side, the hand, the big um, claws go down, pick up the bin and tip it into the truck. So That's been going on for yeah, years, hasn't it? Like our trucks. <laughs> like what like. we do. I know, Bev. It's stunning. The whole world still... is laughing their oh, heads off going, mm. what are you guys talking about? Here is an example. This is, this is the news <laughs> that just broke. 30 years after these things have been getting... We've had them since yeah. the 90s, you reckon, JB? Even earlier, the 80s. The 80s. Oh, we got these... What did they have? I the old school garbage men, so everyone puts them... Oh, yeah, I lived there, one of them. Yeah. Yeah, but no, they just put bags out on the on the sidewalk. Yeah. And then the People just garbage come, come past Just come them. and chuck them in. Here is um, the big announcement. With the truck you see next to me, uh, it represents the future of New York City garbage <laughs> collection. And we are excited as this prototype will collect a trash using automated uh, side loading and pick up New Yorkers trash quicker, cleaner, and smarter. How were they, un- <laughs> they live under a rock for so long on garbage? Americans. But even... <laughs> But it's like, it's it's honestly like a blind spot. Like yeah. I mean, New York City is like one of the biggest cities in the world, a hub of um, everything culturally. And they just had an absolute blind spot on garbage. You'd think Vizzy would be all over that because Anthony Pratt, he pretty much runs the garbage in New York. Unless, oh, and the only thing I'm th- like, I can't, exactly. Yeah. It makes no sense that they've only just discovered a garbage truck. But they I'm have so- a blind spot about some stuff. They have like sales tax. So you go and buy something and it says $6.45 and then you go to pay for it and they're like $7.18. You're like, pardon? They go, oh, it's sales tax. Yeah. We've got that too. You just put it in before you put the price <laughs> on it. That's to not confuse everyone. And then some states don't have it. So some states it's yeah, 6.45 right. and so they you can go just to pay make it up. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Well, let's be honest. Their whole tipping thing. Oh, God, don't get me started with oh, the tip. I know. That's what I mean. Oh, it's it's 20%, so... do you? What America. You, 20? Just 20? I, think I do 20 yeah. because that's yeah. what you have to do. Yeah. And I, but it went all... up. It used to be 10 was fine. Yeah. Like early 2000s. 10, now it's 20. 30 or 50 now, isn't it? They yeah. have it on the thing. It's so, the Americans yeah. are so old school. Like that, mm. that has to be, that's so old. Like, and it's difficult. And I've been hunted down by bellboys at hotels because I've said this many times. If you are visiting America, 
you get off at the airport and you get straight to the hotel mm. and you've just tapped your card and then you've got the bellboy standing there and you go, dude, I just, I've just landed yeah. to like 20 hour flight. I haven't found an ATM. We don't do cash in Australia. And I'm not kidding. I've had bellboys come back in the I'm afternoon. Not. Have you been oh. yet to the ATM? Ah. Dude, seriously, can your employer not just pay you? Come like, in here. Why am I doing out. this? Another blind spot. Um, Chris is a garbo here in Melbourne. Hey, Chris. G'day, guys. How are you? Good. Hello. Chris, did you know that New York had no idea what a garbage truck was? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we've had to actually send a lot of our trucks and a lot of our guys over to the state oh, to show what? them yeah, what they are and how to use them so they don't have to run behind the trucks and, and fall off the back. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's almost like New York's been in a coma and they've come out 30 <laughs> years later and it's like, you're kidding me, these trucks can pick up your rubbish. We've got these futuristic schools. Mate. None of the students have guns. <laughs> yeah. This is a world right. first. They freak like, out too um, because the, if they're sending our trucks over, it's on the, the driver's on the wrong side. I was like, this thing's amazing. <laughs> Melbourne's number one breakfast show. It's the Foxes, Fifi, Fev, and Nick. Wake up with Fifi, Fev, and Nick. On the Fox.